Episode 2, The Best Ways to Improve Your English Hello again and welcome to Checkmark English. My name is Mark from Vancouver, Canada, and today's podcast is about the best ways to improve your English level. Before we get started, I want to let you know that you can follow along with the text document on my website at checkmarkenglish.com in the transcript page. This is a great way to help with your comprehension and spelling. I will bold words and phrases that are more difficult and list them at the bottom of the transcript for you to review. Also, remember to follow me on Instagram at checkmarkenglish. This way you can ask me any questions or just to see what I'm up to. Now, let's get started. Like I said in the previous episode, there are lots of online resources for beginner level English learning. I find that students can learn the basics quite easily, but have a much harder time getting to the upper intermediate or advanced level. The reason I believe it's much harder is because as you improve, it takes a lot more time to increase your level. You need to listen to English and read every day. However, the problem with this is that there aren't enough resources online that help you bridge the gap between upper beginner level and upper intermediate level. The phrase bridge the gap means to make two things get closer to each other. In this example, it means to make your level of English get closer to an advanced level. Books are often too difficult to read if they're meant for native English speakers, unless you read children's books, which can be very boring for an adult. Watching TV shows is a good way to listen to English, but it's very hard to improve your vocabulary in an effective way because the actors speak too quickly. This is the main reason I started this podcast. I'll be talking about interesting topics that will help you stay engaged, but at a level that is easy enough to understand, but hard enough to help you improve your vocabulary. In this episode, I'll explain the best ways to improve your English level based on my experience learning Spanish and from my experience with English students. Number one. The most important thing you can do is to make a schedule for yourself. Not only is this true for learning a language, it's true for improving all other skills like playing the guitar, exercising, learning to cook, and much more. When you have a schedule, it's much more likely that you'll be consistent, that you will continue to follow the schedule. Number two, read every day. Reading is very helpful to see a lot of vocabulary in a short period of time. It allows you to see how words are spelled and how sentences are structured, how they are put together. It also makes you feel like you achieved something every time you finish a page, a chapter, or a book. I believe that reading helped me the most in my Spanish learning journey. I suggest reading a very small amount every day and then increase how much you read every week. For example, If you have a book, read half a page per day. This might only take you a few minutes. Then, the next day, you read the same amount. After a week or so, you increase how much you read. If you continue this, you'll see how easy and effective it is, especially when you finish a book. You will have this feeling of accomplishment, like you achieved something, and this will motivate you to read even more. Another tip is to read out loud. But if you can't because you're somewhere that you have to be quiet, you can mouth the words without saying them out loud. 
To mouth is another way of saying to move your mouth as if you are speaking. This helps because you practice moving your mouth and tongue to the right places to say the words. Remember that you can read the transcript of each episode of this podcast. I suggest listening to each episode twice and then reading the transcript. This is how you can get most out of each episode. Number three, listen every day. Listening to English or any language that you want to learn is critical or very important. Listening helps you learn how words are pronounced. This is important, especially for a language like English, where the spelling and pronunciation of a word seem to not follow any set rules. This is because English words are taken from many other languages, like French, Latin, and Germanic languages. This is the opposite for a language like Spanish, where words are always pronounced the way they are spelled. What I suggest is to find content that you enjoy, but in English. For example, I love watching cooking YouTube videos. So what I did is I found some Spanish cooking channels on YouTube and started watching those. I understood maybe half of the words, but watching the videos was entertaining and interesting to me. If you are listening to content or watching movies and videos that are not interesting, it makes it seem like a chore. Chores are things that people generally do not like to do, but have to. For example, washing the dishes or doing laundry, which means cleaning your clothes. I also started watching basketball videos that are from Spain, which helped me consume Spanish content about another topic that I enjoy. If you enjoy music, I recommend listening to music in English and perhaps reading over the lyrics or words of the song. I started listening to Spanish music to consume as much content as possible, and now I love Spanish music. I love it so much that my fiancé gets annoyed at me playing Spanish music all the time, especially in the car. Listening to Spanish music used to be something that I did to practice Spanish. Now it has turned into a genuine joy of mine. Joy is a way of saying pleasure or happiness. Number four, make time for speaking. Speaking is one of the most difficult things about learning a language. If you are not immersed in a country that speaks the language, it can be difficult to find people to practice with. Most students find that reading and listening is a lot easier than speaking. If you don't have somebody to practice with, I suggest you to use a platform such as italki to connect with someone on the internet to practice with italki is a platform where you can find an english speaker from whichever country you want and you pay every hour to practice speaking online with them i have done this with spanish and it's very helpful after a few times you improve very quickly because the teacher tells you the mistakes you make and it helps you to remember it also makes you think and respond more quickly. I suggest setting a schedule to do this once per month, once per week, once every two weeks, or however much you would like. The most important thing, however, is to be consistent and stick with your plan. Number five, going to an English-speaking country. This is an obvious one, but it is not always realistic. People are busy with school and work, or don't have the money to travel. If you want to move to the United States, 
you will certainly be able to learn English more effectively because you will always have opportunities to practice speaking. However, if you are able to travel to an English-speaking country, you must continue to practice the first four steps in this podcast. Some people make the mistake of thinking that they will learn English without trying if they just go to an English-speaking country. This is far from the truth. You must continue to read, listen to content, and be focused. I know many people who have traveled to foreign countries for many years, but can hardly speak any of that language. If you are able to immerse yourself in the language, it will help, but it is not absolutely necessary. In my opinion, these are the best things you can do to learn English or any language. I will now make a schedule that'll help you learn English the most effective way. And remember, it's a lot better to study a little bit each day rather than a lot at once and then stopping for a week or two. Here is an example of a schedule. Number one, while on your way to work or school, you listen to this podcast, other podcasts, or music in English. You can start off with 10 minutes per day. Number two, read about one page per day. This can be a book, the transcript of this podcast, news articles, blogs, internet forums, or anything else that you find interesting. Number three, speaking with a partner or using an online platform like italki once every two weeks for one hour. This schedule can be adjusted or changed as you continue learning. You can increase the one page per day to two pages. You can increase the one lesson every two weeks to one lesson every week. You can listen to English music or podcasts while you go to the gym or when you go for a walk. If you do this, you will improve your English faster than you think. Thanks for listening to another episode. I hope you found these tips useful, and I hope you learned some new words. Don't forget that you can read the transcript of this episode on my website at checkmarkenglish.com. You can also find a list of the vocabulary in this podcast with their meanings at the bottom of the transcript. If you enjoy this content, please tell your friends and leave me a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Thanks again, and enjoy the rest of your week.